Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Brown Tone. <laughs> okay. okay this, time, uh, this time we have two people in the studio yes. and one, you know. Thank you for joining uh, me, Justin. Thank you yeah, so much know, for joining I me. I feel so much better now. Um, and there are still people walking outside, I know. Huh? Last time there were people outside walking. There was and this so one specific yeah, guy. Yeah. Oh my god! I legit like I stepped out of the room once and I was, I looked at him. I didn't say anything, but I I really did want to say. You, you should Are have. You, yeah. It is. Oh my god! It was so rude. His feet. He was just stomping on the ground for no reason at all. Uh. I was just. It was. I was very mad, but I didn't say anything because I'm a nice person. <laughs> Um, and I thought, me, you know, I don't know, maybe this is his way of walking. But hello, 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 guys. Uh, Justin here and Arandi. Arandi, what's up? Yeah, hello, you know, we, Arandi? Yeah, she, she, yeah, she's in Sri Lanka right now. We have kind of, you know, connection problem. Hello? Probably. Arandi? Huh? Arandi? Hello, Justin. That was your yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah, Hello, yeah. sorry. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, no, 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 nothing happened. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. Okay, we couldn't hear you. That's, but that was Justin's okay. uh, fault because he's supposed to be in uh, charge the, of everything yeah, yeah. technical. Okay, okay. What's up? Sorry. What's up? Hello, how you doing, man? All good, you know. Tuning in right after dinner because <laughs> it's like eight thirty p.m. here. But how are you guys? We're good. We're good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's we have holidays now, right? Uh, yeah, holiday. this week. Yeah, the first week, the first ever May holidays for that Uber, Uber yeah, implemented. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was this year. This year. Yeah, this is the first yeah. year. Oh my god, we are kind of really, lucky. I didn't know that. Yeah. It, yeah. Actually, uh, I I talked to one of our professors, um, and and he mentioned that like last years, I mean, uh, previous years. People will just like ignore that they have classes anyway because they will go on like holidays in, in this specific week because, oh. you know, for example, if they have friends from Frey or, you know, in, in some other cities, they, they have holidays and will say, okay, let's go to Spain. And, the, you know, the students in Ufa will say, okay, fuck the classes mm-hmm. and then let's go to Spain. And so, you know, this year they say, okay, let's give the students a week of holiday because they're not attending anyway. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's good because I think we deserve a May holiday. Yeah, we we do. We don't have, you know. Thank you, Uva, for finally listening to us. Even though this is my first year here, thank you. Yeah. I found it super weird that like spring break wasn't a thing because I just assumed it was a thing everywhere that had seasons, but apparently it's not. Which I discovered like after I came to Amsterdam, so I was like, huh. Well, damn it. It depends because um, you know. You have universities here, universiteiten, yeah. and you have hogeschoolen. Uh, mm. And oh, yes. the people who do, uh, who go to those hogeschoolen, yeah. <laughs> they do have a lot of a lot more holidays than universities yeah, 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 do. Yeah, yeah. And like, for example, when I used to go to high school, so like last year when I went to high school, mm-hmm. um, we had a May holiday for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean. It's just university. When you go to university, they're being quite strict. But it really depends on which university you go to because other yeah. universities, uh, 
that like celebrate you know carnival and stuff they do mm-hmm. have a lot of more holidays because I, you know they they want to yeah, celebrate i think that. it's kind of it's different as well i i have friend from uh i, I don't know which one Havea. so they have more the holidays yeah yeah mm-hmm. as well for the habio or whatever half or mm-hmm. you know they have more holidays than we do but uh we, we are kind of different in nature because they have more practical classes uh we we have more theoretical classes so yeah but at least we have a week of holiday this year and um yeah yeah Yay. okay enough about holidays <laughs> let's talk about yeah. um let's talk about beauty standards i think that's quite interesting that's the topic for today yeah yes 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 so all right i think in china like especially in china i've heard that they've got really high beauty standards uh, i don't know much right. about sri lanka Um, and you guys will hear more about Afghanistan later. But do you want to get started, Justin? Or I, I mean, I I don't know much, but you know, there's some some kind of in instances I I know. For example, they they they, okay, in actually the East A- Asian countries, for example, Korea, in Japan, in in China, Hong Kong, whatever, Taiwan as well, they they do have a lot of like standards. Uh, to be honest, they want to be so white. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 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 have a set of you know like you know big eyes you know long hair for girls and, and and but i mean it's changing right now for example in a in a for i think in a, in the past 20 years um you know people want to have a more muscular image of for men but right now they're changing into a more feminine uh, image of for for men especially Ooh. the ones in in korea And also the ones in China as well. You can see the differences compared to 20 years ago. Uh, for example, in, in Korea. I, I, although I think it still happens right now. But in the past, they have less makeup. And they, they usually they have more muscles. They're more mm-hmm. jacked. And they have mm-hmm. a lot of like uh, body exposures in, in a TV dramas, right? But right now, okay. Korea has less... So I don't know which one do you prefer, but I mean I don't have, I'm straight, so I don't I don't, I don't mind. If, I mean if I like you, then I like you. It doesn't really matter if if you have you know muscles or you don't have. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. but I think we also see that especially in like BTS, you know those K-pop mm-hmm. groups that you see more. I don't want to say feminine guys, but you you see that they are kind of releasing the gender norms and the gender yeah, stereotypes, true, true, true. Yeah. and that yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. being themselves, which is good. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's it's different as well, uh, especially the technique or the makeup technique they put on. Uh, I I don't want to be you know sexist, but they're more uh, towards the the feminine uh, parts. Mm-hmm. The color they use, uh, it's more feminine. So compared to, yeah. So I I think they they have less makeup. In, in the previous years, yeah. I don't think that's a problem. I don't think like men can have makeup for sure. That's no problem. But th- the styles are just different right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. But they still have a lot of standards, and it's still, uh, w- I mean, bro, w- you when you look at the Korean stars, it, it's it's nonsense. Oh yeah, they, they're always so <laughs> they are always so tall. They're always so slim, and you know it's it's insane. And and the price they paid for it is so high. They don't have sleep. They don't. They they can't even have uh, in enough. Uh, socializations right you know and mm-hmm. and they're deprived by their agency so it's insane when you look into those korean stars yeah i've heard about that um i think like one of the most interesting things about talking about you know beauty standards in the context of asia is like 
for one thing, like Justin already said, like they're constantly changing, right? Beauty standards is like, I think something that's like the only consistent thing about it is that people are like always trying to reach it and that it seems unattainable. Um, but also it just, I think it's something that changes based on the region of the world that you talk about, um, but like the specific time period that you're looking at as well. Um, and also how it impacts like women versus men, like Justin was saying, like, I think, um, I think the ways that like beauty standards affect women and men are very different. And especially in Asian countries, I feel like, I mean, this might be changing, but I feel like women have a bit more of a burden in terms of how beauty standards affect them, Mm -hmm. because I feel like historically, um, it's always been that like men kind of um that you know they're the breadwinners of the family they have like duties responsibilities they have like more important stuff to do than look pretty whereas mm. like women it's like you know what are you doing if you're not like doing your makeup and your hair properly like that's one of that's one of the things that are kind of expected mm. on you yeah. i feel like so there's like a feminism angle to it um that i think um is like a little bit disproportionate when it affects like females a bit more but I don't know, it might be changing because like, like you said, I feel like when you consider, um, I don't know, the way K-pop has kind of blown up um, or different industries, like even the modeling industry, it will put so much pressure on both women and men to like meet a particular like standard. It's like you have to take the boxes, you know, you have to have like a six pack and then like huge ass biceps and I don't know, be like six foot tall or seven foot tall um and i feel like that's really intimidating for men as well maybe a little bit more so because it's not as talked about mm-hmm. um but yeah but i like uh, i think um no. a few weeks ago or a few months ago I, I come across an article and it mentioned like how how different uh, it is for male or female to attain um the the you know the perceived or you know the ones you see on uh, inter- on the internet or on the media for male actually it's easier to attain those kind of images or bodies uh, fakers but for women it's harder because um, they they have uh, smaller um, bone sizes and the, all those kind of things they don't have the affordance to bear all those like uh, big chest and and big bottoms so so for women it's harder but for men if you go to I mean it takes so much efforts to build such a body that you can see on the internet for sure but it's kind of more yeah. realistic than than female um but you know i always say be confident in yourself don't change because you think that the norm is something but change because you 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 think that you you want to be like that because you feel more confident about yourself then it's fine but don't change because someone wants you to change then it's not fine yeah that's super true and like really good advice that I feel like everyone should constantly remind themselves of but also like talking about norms um because it's like it's I think it's so much easier to like tell people and tell yourself that you shouldn't um like try to reach this beauty standard that exists but I feel like subconsciously like everyone feels a little bit insecure about the way they look Mm -hmm. and everyone's kind of especially when like you have the media and you have like um 
I don't know, celebrities and models and advertisements and all of these products in like the beauty industry, it feels like this constant pressure to change yourself and to like reach this particular image, whatever that image is. And I feel like the norm for that, especially in Asia, has always been um, kind of like the opposite of what natural feature, like Asian features are for a long time. And I feel like that's because of, um, I don't know, imperialism, a little bit of like European uh, influence, a lot of like mm -hmm. how popular media here is actually from America or like Europe. So people are like, oh, that's what we should strive to be like. That's what we should strive to look like. Um, so I feel like you can't talk about beauty standards in Asia without talking about um, like the influence that Europe or like the Western media and culture has over it. Because for the longest time when I was like in middle school, I remember like it's embarrassing to say right now because I look back at it and I'm like, oh my God. But I used to like run from the sun when I was in school because I was like, because I was like so, um, I don't know, just hell bent on the idea that having dark skin is bad. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I was so afraid of getting sunburned. I was so afraid of getting like a tan, getting darker than I already was. Mm -hmm. I used to like, we had like um, a break in between subjects and everyone would go and like play in the garden or something in school and I would just like hide in the shade because I was afraid of getting darker and it's so funny now and also super embarrassing but at the time like I genuinely was afraid to get darker and like now I love my skin but it was so difficult to get to this point and I feel like a lot of that has to do with beauty standards and like how much control they have over us so that's interesting. Wow, that is interesting. And I'm so glad that you overcame this fear of of, of getting darker because you're so beautiful, Arandi. I love the color of your skin. So, But it's just the idea that mm -hmm. people feel like they have to um, be lighter to be beautiful. It's, it's just it's such a crazy idea to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, I think if, if you want to be something to be confident, then it's fine. But you don't have to, you know, attain to a certain image to be beautiful. That's different. Exactly. Yeah. So I think, for example, if someone feel like more confident when they get a little bit more jacked, then it's fine. If you want, you, if you get tanned and you get confident, then it's fine. But if you want to get tanned to be beautiful and it's it's not fine because, you know, your 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 beauty doesn't define who you are yeah. um so or if you just want to become a specific yeah, person yeah, yeah, for yeah, example yeah. if i wanted to become like Gigi Hadid, that would never be possible because mm. <laughs> she's like a typical dutch person and i'm um an afghan girl mm -hmm. and you know the this face mm. facial structures are so different true, so true, just true, yeah. i guess try to be yourself i know it's very hard to say i mean i mm -hmm. have my insecurities too um yeah, yeah <laughs> I have yeah, my insecurities yeah. too. Let's keep it at that. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Just the way you hey, Bruno Mars. Yeah. No, I mean, just like the idea, like a lot of people like come up to me and say, or they don't come up to me and say that, but I've yeah. heard people say to me, oh, you have such small eyes. And I'm like, mm. um, okay, and now, and now, okay, mm -hmm. thanks. What am I supposed to do with that information? It's just like, why yeah. do you need to tell me that? Yes, I have small eyes, but my eyes aren't even that small in my opinion. 
Um, and oh, yeah. it's not bad to have small eyes, but it's yeah. just like, why would someone come up to me and say you have small eyes? Okay, okay, I have small eyes, yeah. and now you have big eyes. Like compared to Dutch people, I have small eyes, but it's like it's oh, it's so annoying because. Uh, yeah, I think what does it matter? Different race yeah, have course. like different uh, facial features mm-hmm. uh, or different, you know, composition of, yeah. of your face. So you know, it, it doesn't really matter. It, exactly. So for me, I, I just don't care if you say my yeah, eyes are small. And I and like say, Fuck you! I, it's fine. If that's me, yeah. and it's fine <laughs> for sure. I mean, I don't take offense so easily. No, and yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah and like, go. it's beautiful, right? Because it's it's unique, and I feel like it's just. It would be super freaking. Oh, you're oh. lagging. Be able to, you know, attain like this one beauty standard that mm-hmm. does exist. True. Um, then it wouldn't be a beauty standard. I feel like it. The whole point of a beauty standard is that it's something that only a few people are able to have, and it's something that like pressurizes you and makes you feel inferior. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's what's so wrong about it because it teaches people that. They can't be happy with themselves the way they are, um, and also like the small eyes thing. That's such. I think that's such like a, um, you know, paradox between like the kind of features that are prioritized in Western culture and then in Asian culture, and then I feel like that influence has kind of put pressure on people from Asian heritages to be like, shit, why are my eyes so small? Mm-hmm. Um, because people are like because people kind of shame you for the features that you're born with um but also something interesting that i think we should talk about is that it's not just like people um or like communities that directly like influence beauty standards but also like so much of it happens with like the kind of products that are like marketed and created and also the kind of like i don't know media and like entertainment that we consume because Mm -hmm. the second you were talking about small eyes I thought of anime because I recently started watching a lot of anime um but in anime like they always animate the eyes of all the characters to be like huge Mm -hmm. um and I found that super interesting because anime originated in Japan and in like and it's like East Asia where most people actually have the exact opposite features you know they have tiny eyes they have really thin sleek eyes exactly and i found it so funny that the image that's like propagated from that media which is so wildly like consumed in asia and also like all over the world now um is like such a different beauty standard you know and i feel like you kind of buy into that like that leads to like this fetishization of like this and like i don't know idealistic like anime girl with like big ass eyes and big ass boobs and a big ass butt exactly oh my god Uh what the fuck Uh no one actually looks like that (laughs) exactly just this how disproportionate can you be how dis oh my god i can't even pronounce it how disproportionate can all the body lengths and the sizes Mm, be like can you depict something (laughs) real it's oh my god. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, because you guys are, are talking about products and, and bodies parts, uh, you know, um, so there's uh, one really really famous uh, fashion designer from from Japan. He's um, he's called Yoji Yamamoto. 
So I I don't know if you know them uh, know him, but uh, he's really famous. Um, but one really special thing about him is that actually he 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 didn't go into a way that like for example for a lot of fashion brands they have slim fit. Uh, they have like fashion or they have clothes. They have like pants to show off how thin you are, how yeah. how tall you are. But you know, Yoji Yamamoto took a really different way. They did he he made some really loose, some really baggy styles. So what he wanted to do is to say, you can be beautiful without showing off your body, because in in so you know in in baggy clothes you can't really see the bodies, but it can still be really fashionable. It can still be really Very special, true, yeah. unique. So so I I really like him. Uh, you know it's so expensive, but <laughs> um, the point is that. From his perspective, it's really right. You don't have to be beautiful in in you know in a bikini. You can still be pretty, you know, unique and in your style uh-huh. when you dress up in a really different way. Exactly. Just that brings me to the thought mm-hmm. of the over sexualization of everyone on TikTok. Like you cannot, <laughs> you cannot see what I'm not on TikTok by the way, but I do see the TikTok videos on Instagram or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just oh, like same, I used to be, I yeah, I used to be on TikTok, but then I deleted it. But just the, why is everyone so, so over-sexualized? Even teens, like why would you do that? Like uh-huh. I, like I legit, let's uh, applaud Billie Eilish because she, until she was 18, until she was, she actually became 18, she just wore baggy clothes because she yeah. didn't want to be sexualized by others. And then when she became 18, you know, she decided, okay, this is my body. I will wear what I want. Uh, and recently she did a, I think a photo shoot or something with Vogue. I I'm not really sure. And she had like such beautiful lingerie on and, you know, that was her choice. Okay, yeah, let's get it. But I'm just talking about, the unnecessary sexualization and over-sexualization, the hyper-sexualization of uh, people on TikTok. I mean, own your body. I'm not going to tell you what to wear, but you don't need to. Like in every, I know sex sells, but you don't need to do that in every video just to get super famous or super popular. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, 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 I was just looking at Billy Eilish's uh, uh-huh. new, new photos. But, you know, the thing is, that's really true. I I don't use TikTok as well, but I I do see a lot of uh, uh, uh um, I mean that's a whole different topic about the liberation or uh you know about women's or mm-hmm. or about feminism. But here I I want to say like uh especially from from a media perspective, it, it's so hard to you know to censor those kind of images anymore on social media because. It, it getting it's getting normalized now. Uh, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but at least what I can see is that you know the sexualization is getting younger, and 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 especially when you can learn from others on in the internet on social media, uh, especially uh, you, like you said on TikTok, everyone is being so pretty everyone is uh, is being so sexy and and you know the teens or you know the younger people will say okay then maybe i can do something uh, like that as well to just to get more views just to get more likes mm-hmm. from from people yeah and and that's insane because right now i'm following i'm following some meme pages on <laughs> on instagram but once in a while they will have some sexy models on it and then bending over for no reason ads yeah and then, i hate that yeah and you also have like uh, uh you know the the sexual bots in the comment sections mm-hmm. uh i know they're bots but you know they are really manipulating 
um, the sexual uh, images or the objects uh, of those women or, or ma- males actually too, um, but le- less common um, on the internet. And and I think it's it's being so normalized, and uh, that's what we need to tackle right now because uh, it's it just doesn't make sense at all to yeah. me. Exactly, and just like if you take Kim Kardashian as an example, mm. just those influencers who have some weird ass bodies. Like, okay, go get your figure, Kim. But um, <laughs> like, I'm I'm sorry, <laughs> I will never be able to attain that body because mm-hmm. it's an unrealistic body image. How many filters she also uses on her Insta story, and this like, do you guys remember? I don't know if you uh, heard this or saw this on like the social media news was uh. Her sister, so Khloe Kardashian, a picture of her unedited in a bikini was uh, accidentally leaked on social media. And then she did ha- like her utmost best to to keep oh, that, yeah. to, to actually I remove that picture this. from the internet. But it was just like, it was such a, I, I thought it was a pretty picture because you could see her real body, you know, her imperfections, her perfections. But the mm. fact that she deleted it, okay, yes, uh, take charge of your own narrative. You know, it wasn't your own decision to get that picture on the internet. But show your followers, show the kids, the, the teenage girls who are following you, show them your real body because right now you're just showing an unattainable body mm. image which only harms the girls watching it because they're like, oh, oh, I don't have that body. Why don't I have that body? They'll starve yeah, themselves so or they, they'll, they'll do crazy things because because it's just... You know, she's famous for her figure. Kim Kardashian, all the Kardashians, they're famous for for being beautiful and pretty. But these are unattainable body standards, image, you know, beauty standards. And I think it's horrible. I I really do think. I mean, they need to (laughs) tell people that. I don't know if they've had plastic surgery. There's been like, uh, you know, people have said. Oh, I think they have. But, uh, yeah, but they've never, they've never they've never actually they've never admitted to mm. having done plastic okay. surgery. So uh, I won't but say I that like they that's have. Also problematic, you know, because um, it's not just about having an unattainable beauty standard, but it's about people that seem to attain it, um, but then pretending that you attained it naturally, exactly you know, that you were just born that way, that you just kind of. Mm-hmm. happen to have the exact figure that everyone seems to want when you actually have to you know work really hard to I don't know mm-hmm. even if you're a guy or a girl you have to usually go through like a really strenuous diet and a lot of exercise um to you know be fit to get abs to be muscular to be lean and sometimes even that's not enough to you can't sometimes I don't know get the exact figure that you want because you need to be thin but you also need to have a big ass or something and Mm -hmm. sometimes you can only do that if you actually get plastic surgery and I feel like the kind of shame and like secrecy behind things like that just adds more pressure onto people because they Mm -hmm. feel terrible about themselves um and even if you feel like you want to get plastic surgery um and there is a way to kind of attain that beauty standard you put pressure on people for like getting it that way, you know? Exactly. And you're like, why aren't you naturally someone with big lips and big hips and I don't know, whatever else it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They I mean, need to they, be more uh, transparent, right? Yeah. I, I, I'm taking it really personally right now, but I, I don't, I don't really get the lips and, and, the, and, the, and the boobs because I, I, I don't really 
Okay. I'm not sexually attracted. Okay, but anyway, I mean, everyone can ha- has their own beauty standards, but don't impose it on others. Mm-hmm. That's the point, I think, because if you, I mean, if you want to be someone, it's it's your choice. But don't don't make it a standard. Don't make it a norm because everyone can be themselves. They can be whatever. Oh, okay, whatever they want. Mm-hmm. So so I mean. You know, like what you can attain and what you can't attain naturally. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. But so. I think it started in the US. Basically, mm-hmm. you have a lot of African American women who naturally have bigger lips and you know bigger hips, uh, and then um, they just basically, I guess the white people, let's say, they took that over. They were like, okay, I want big lips too, mm. and so they started getting getting lip fillers, and they were like, oh, I want big hips, uh, a big ass too, and then mm. they started i guess getting plastic surgery or, or working out um but it's yeah it's so I'll, weird I'll, because yeah. if you compare it to uh the past like in the i think 2000s people would say does my fat look big does my fat does my yeah. <laughs> butt look big <laughs> in this dress Just, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. people would say no and then like okay amazing but right now it's more about having a bigger butt right yeah. so it's so crazy yeah. that that has changed yeah, yeah see, beauty standards, that's what's really stupid about beauty standards to me as well, because they're constantly changing. Mm-hmm. But then people put so much pressure on themselves to keep up with those trends. Um, and it's just, you know, it just leads to like this excruciating journey of never being satisfied with the way you look. Exactly. Um, and I feel like what's I, one good thing that came out of, I think, like social media and um, just online movements is that I've seen a lot of of like people pushing towards kind of loving yourself and like I don't know being satisfied with looking the way you are embracing like your natural body your body hair Mm -hmm. whatever it is and I feel like that's really really healthy and like something that we do need um and I've seen people kind of like doing these challenges where they show themselves with a filter on and then without a filter on and they're like this is normal this is okay and I feel like those things are just so powerful especially now um because like Justin said earlier I think the scariest thing for me was seeing like I don't know really tiny kids putting pressure on themselves to Mm -hmm, be mm -hmm. beautiful because the age that uh, you get affected by these beauty standards just keeps getting younger and younger and I feel like that's so scary because I did not care what I wore what I looked like when I was like 10, yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah same for me I, I don't even like give a shit like my mother dressed me I'm like 10% sure exactly yeah put something on <laughs> yeah you should yeah. see the stuff that I wore when I was 10 years old it was absolutely horrible but I mean a lot a lot of 10 years old 10 oh my god I can't even speak today a lot of 10 years mm. 10 year olds a lot of 10 yeah. year olds right now they just like they shop for themselves okay kudos to you that you can do that but just like just keep calm be yourself be doing, yeah you know, live your life go play outside yeah. yeah I think it's it's more like how you want to portray yourself uh because a lot of time when I was young I okay maybe it's a psychological issue but i mean when when i was young i don't really give a fuck like how how people look at me but when i hit puberty i care more than but i i, I mean even if i, I care natural. yeah yeah that's natural but then then even if i care more that doesn't mean that you 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 have changed or you're not attractive anymore it's different right uh you can still have your own style when i i mean when i was in hong kong i i, I had a really pretty different kind of style 
because I, you know, the reason why I mentioned Yoji Yamamoto because I like his works and and then I I would like to dress like you know a re- in a really baggy styles and and that's not really normal in Hong Kong. It's you know and it's funny because there are a lot of Uniqlo's, there are a lot of H and M's in Hong Kong and a lot of Sarah's and stuff, and people would just go to those uh, kind of uh, shops, and those are the only choices they do. And I, I feel like okay, why why? And then I would just do do. Do a different thing, uh, so I, I want to feel more special about myself. Uh, although others may think that I'm weird, but still, I I I, I enjoy it. So that's what what it, it matters mm-hmm. after all. Good for you. What do you want to say, Randy? Oops, oh. sorry. <laughs> I think I put my hand up earlier, and then uh, unmuting myself on Zoom is like, oh, um, wait. I completely lost my train of thought, but I agree with what Justin said. I feel like, um, you know, one of the that that was like honestly one of the scariest things for me to see because I met like some of my cousins who are so much younger than me, and they were talking about TikTok leggings and like um, uh. all of these things that I didn't even care about or like had to know about when I was their age, and it just, I mean, I feel like it's something that just. Happens because of a lot of different factors. You can't just blame beauty standards or social media. Sure, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a big factor, but it's just, I think, sad to see how kids just seem to be having to like seem to be having. Is that even correct English? Wow, (laughs) Um, just seem to have to like grow up a lot sooner. They're trying so hard to be mature, to mm-hmm. like dress like adults, to care about their figures. And I feel like that just takes away so much of your youth, you know? And as empowering as it can be to take control of what you wear and the way you look, I feel like it becomes less empowering when you are pressured into it by, you know, a norm or like a standard that you feel like you have to fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really true, especially, uh, like, it's more like the the media, especially TikTok set the standards, or um, they they have like, uh, okay, if you want to be sexy, you want to be good, if you want to impress people, you gotta take that leggings. It, it's it's bullshit. Uh, every time when I see the the ad on on Instagram is still you know they're saying oh my my husband is so impressed by the legging. Oh and my god! Yes. Yeah, every time I see that, that I was makes like, me yeah. so mad. Yeah, because it's about I don't know trying to impress someone else. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I um I have nothing against trying to look good for someone else because yeah, I yeah. understand that like in relationships in whatever it is. It's it's something that I think like is natural. You do want to yeah, look yeah, good, yeah. and you want people to think you look good. And appreciation like, is really important as well. Yeah, and it's it's nice to get, nice to give, but I feel like there's a line, you know. And mm-hmm. product placement usually ends up crossing that line, I think, because ultimately it's just about selling a product. Mm-hmm. It's about selling those TikTok leggings by telling people that they really do need to like have a bigger ass or like look like they have a bigger ass and like even with fairness creams it's just about like selling the cream but then you end up destroying a culture by telling people that their natural skin color is not okay mm-hmm. um and you just create like so much i don't know like trauma and like side effects 
because of marketing and i feel like that's just really dangerous you know like even those instagram models that sell like slimming teas or whatever it is like they're just making a living but it's really harmful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. true and uh i think it's not only for for women it's for men as well you know it's been some years but you know you know the the yeah. kelvin klein ad you know the the man uh, a lot of like uh, male sexualization female gazes uh, as well on tv so i i think what we need to 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 solve is that like how how we we look at beauty standards instead of beauty because beauty is really subjective and 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 you make a really subjective thing objective so that's what that's really so harmful so uh, that's what we need to tell people not only in in asia i know asia has a certain kind of you know beauty standards uh, you know especially in korea and, and china and also japan uh, i think hong kong is less susceptible i'm not sure but still uh, what we need to tell the people is that you can have your own beauty you can change your own like uh, image or your dream Uh, of your body but still you 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 can't lose yourself along the way when you choose you know when you ch- chase the dream because um you lose yourself you lose your your uniqueness uh through uh this kind of like a journey to beauty standards so i think that's really important and also the media as well yeah true true um <clears throat> so let's not forget everyone is beautiful just the way they are you are beautiful no matter the um the beauty standards no matter you know the size of your eyes the color of your skin the size of your nose the length of your hair the 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 size of your body you're beautiful <laughs> just the way you are um just keep listening to Bruno Mars yes exactly he'll tell you what exactly. you need to know <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. but like i mean we've discussed the positive stuff and the negative stuff and i feel like we should just at the end just like praise the people who are being transparent praise the people who are posting you know the i don't want to say the ugly sides but just the their imperfections they're, they're showing all sides the of their reality. body yes exactly exactly the reality of what they look like um and yes let's try and do that let's try and be yeah be ourselves and it's really brave to do that too especially when there is uh so much pressure from the media from i don't know your own subconscious thoughts um from other people on the internet like all the trolls that are like what are you doing oh my god you're fat or whatever it is i feel like it's so brave to still be able to post a picture of yourself the way you are and i think it's really impactful and powerful and honestly like that's the most beautiful thing like just being confident in yourself I feel like that radiates just so much beauty and like positivity. It's so nice. Yes, it is. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this. You are beautiful. Just remember that. But now we'll be uh we'll be tuning out. So uh, say your goodbyes around there. <laughs> See you next time, folks. Yes. Bye. Ciao. Okay, so um Yep, see you next time. Hopefully, Irandi and and Mohini will be here as well next time. And then, yeah, I'll catch you up. Yes, exactly. Okay, ciao.